Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. Michael Gray once again as we get ever closer to the draft. I think we got to give Brad Holmes some flowers and hold him accountable to the one job he has yet to accomplish. Let's get after it. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions podcast. All right, before we get into all of this, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. All of the youtube things, do all of those, the thumbs and the, and the comments and the, all the stuff. Uh, please do that in the space below because that's how we get to do what we do. Uh, we, need to, we need to have the things. There's something about an algorithm. I'm, uh, I'm unclear. I just get the instructions. And, uh, so please do that. Now, having said that, uh, we're getting closer and closer to draft time. And as a lifelong Lions fan, I know I am still coming to with the fact that the Lions are run by adults. Uh, that's not something I've been able to say very often. Uh, from Sheila Hamm to Brad Holmes to Dan Campbell, even uh, Rod Wood, who in no way makes football decisions. Uh, all adults making adult decisions and running this like a legitimate professional sports franchise. It's a weird thing to say. It's a weirder thing to believe. But here we are. Brad Holmes has done an excellent job. And I want to give him his flowers and then hold his feet to the fire a little bit for the one thing he has yet to do. First, the flowers. Improving from year one to year two. It's undeniable. He's handled everything in year two better than he did in year one. I expect him to handle things better in year three. That's the draft. That's free agency. That's his roster construction. It's all the things. Up to and including the surface on the field. Brand new turf at Ford Field. All all the things, year one, year two, year three, steady improvement in the process, steady improvement in the results. That's how you build a successful franchise. You keep getting better. Brad Holmes has kept getting better. Then you go to the specifics of this year, free agency. He put a lot of spackle on a lot of immediate holes in that roster for this season. You want to contend? You weren't going to do it with that secondary. It was bad, and now it isn't. And so you've not only got enough to get you through this year, you've got some building blocks moving forward, and you can kind of secure that back seven, which is something that hasn't been the case since, I don't know, Darius Slade, Quandre Diggs, and uh, and my feelings are still hurt. It, it still hurts. Uh, so, yeah, he's done a really, really good job this year in free agency, okay? So the flowers fully. For that, it's opened the door to all of the choices. It's what makes this year's draft so hard to predict. You can tune in to 10 different shows from 10 different experts and get 10 completely different versions of what's going to happen in the top 10. That's league-wide, but especially for the Lions because they don't have immediate screaming needs and they could go in so many different directions from trade up to trade down, all different position groups, and so on and so forth. 
He's done a masterful job in just two years in putting this team in a far more competitive situation than I remember them ever being. And not only is it competitive, but fingers, toes, and eyes crossed, it looks sustainable. He talks about the process. He talks about the process. And then when he's done, he talks about the process some more. My man loves the word process, but he's living up to that with every step that he's taken and the program as it's played out. So there's the flowers. He's done a magnificent job to this point. But there is one thing. There is still one job that he is not taking care of adequately, and it is that quarterback room. Now, I can hear golf fans firing up their keyboards as we speak, getting ready to blow me up about Jared Goff and how he's the answer and he's the least of their worries and everything else. And that's fine if you believe that. I'm not here to battle uh, as to whether or not Jared Goff is a sustainable starter moving forward. That is a decision for Brad Holmes to make. And I think he's earned all of our trust enough to, to get it. He gets to make that decision so far. Like I said, the process, all the flowers, pretty good. But even if you believe that Jared Goff is a superstar, if you believe he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback, if you believe he can take the Lions to the promised land, the likes of which they've never been outside of me playing Madden, you still need to fix that quarterback room. That means you've got to have a project and you've got to have an actual backup at minimum. At minimum, Nathaniel Michael Sudfeld cannot be on this roster in week one. He just can't because that guy is a carbon-based life form taking up a roster spot and nothing more. You're not winning any games with Nate Sudfeld on this roster any more than you were with Blau, any more than you were with Boyle. It's just not happening. So you've got to get a suitable backup at the very least. Now, if that's uh, Teddy Tiny Hands. Teddy Bridgewater takes a contract, okay, and then you draft a project and you coach him up. Fine. If that's the plan, as defined by Brad Holmes, I'm on board. You have to prove that you can develop quarterbacks. That is something this team hasn't done so far. This coaching staff has, deservedly so, been given a ton of credit for its ability to mine raw talent out of young players. You saw a ton of people taken in the draft like James Houston, who end up being cut, then they get re-signed, then they set records, they're getting coached up. But it can't be limited to positions other than quarterback. You've got to find a way to start developing quarterbacks. So you get your project kid at some point in this draft, and it has to happen in this draft. And then you get a suitable backup that is, again, not named Nate Sudfeld or Tim Boyle or David Blau, because those guys are not that. They're just not gonna win you games and if anything please know happens to jared goff you need to have a chance you need to give your team a chance you can't do everything right except this because if you do everything right except this then the everything else doesn't really matter and you can't leave your team in the lurch that way so that's one potential outcome you get teddy bridgewater and the up-and-comer and we move forward or something like teddy bridgewater and the up-and-comer and move forward you gotta find a capable backup The other possibility, and this is one that we can't know and don't believe anybody because no one knows, if the Lions have a first-round grade on one of these quarterbacks, if they believe they're within reach of a guy that could become a franchise QB, then this is the year. You go up 
and you get him. You go up to three with Arizona. Maybe he falls to you at six. If you got to go flippy floppy with Seattle to do what you need to do, find a way to get it done. The Lions have draft collateral. They're in a position they're not going to be moving forward because they're competent now. That's the expectation is that you're going to be a winning team and winning teams don't get to draft in the top 10 and they don't get two first round draft picks and they don't follow that with two second round draft picks. They have the collateral to move up. So if they believe in one of those guys, then you go up and you get him and you start that clock now. That's the other way that this plan turns out. You got to fix the quarterback room either by getting the competent backup and the project kid that maybe becomes something someday, or you get the potential superstar that you believe in and you light a fire under Jared Goff's ass because there is no downside to having two good quarterbacks on your roster. That's not a thing that exists in the league. Either way, this staff has got to find an answer in the quarterback room, and it's the one thing to this point that they have not done. Now, the real good news here is Brad Holmes has already addressed this and admitted as much. Of course, then he turned around and he signed Nathaniel Michael Sudfeld to a contract and left me very, very confused. I'm hoping that's just a fail-safe, that that is just Operation Human Shield for training camp, and that there is, as I mentioned before, no damn way that guy's on the roster come week one. The Lions are almost there. They're right on the edge. They've got to finish the plan in the quarterback room in some sort of way before this season kicks off in September. I think it's going to make for an exciting draft. It's going to be fun to watch. Anyway, thanks for your time. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, uh, check, do all the things. Uh, the, the, the likes, the not likes, the you're an idiot, all of that stuff in the comments below. And we'll talk to you next time. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. <laughs>